everyone. Welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci. And Scott Jans. This is episode 88, Choosing a Headlamp. We are now on Patreon.com. If you'd like to support Trust the Trail podcast, please check out Patreon.com forward slash Trust the Trail. Starting in January, we are now sharing even more podcasts and videos for our Patreons. We would love for you to be a part of our Patreon community. Plus, you can receive our podcast early before it hits iTunes or any of the other podcatchers. On this episode, we talk about choosing a headlamp that is right for you. With so many to choose from, the options can easily become overwhelming. Light is light after all, or is it? We are going to give you some illuminating tips on how to choose the one best suitable for your lifestyle. By the way, you can always join in on our discussion on our Facebook group page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash trust the trail podcast and join our podcast family. Come hang with us and be part of our community. Very cool. Very cool. I like the illuminating little pun there. I like that. You got you to gotta throw it in. You got to gotta be creative. Um, before we get into the uh, Headlamp podcast, uh, we've got some some events to share with you guys. Um, if you go to trustthetrailpodcast.com and hit the events tab, we are going to be going some places and doing some pretty cool things. And of course, we always invite you to come with us. So in we're going to, uh, we'll, we'll be podcasting from 150 year old cabin in Tennessee um, on Christmas. And, but after Christmas, January, we go right into our backpacking boot camps. We, we've had a lot of people, a lot of you have asked, when do the boot camps start again? January 12th, January 13th, we're going to be teaching backpacking boot camp in Arizona, Clarktail, Cottonwood, Arizona. We'll be going into the Sycamore Wilderness Canyon, <coughs> excuse me, off the Parsons Trail, and we will be teaching backpacking boot camp there. We come back in February and we're teaching backpacking boot camp on February 23rd uh, through the 24th in South Carolina. That trip or that boot camp class, by the way, seven people have already signed up for it. We have 10 spots, we have three more spots available for that uh, boot camp class in South Carolina. And then in March, we are going to the Appalachian Trail kickoff and doing our podcast live at the kickoff. So that's not only a meet and greet, but it gives you guys a chance if you're gonna be there, if you're getting ready to through hike the AT, we want you to be a part of our podcast. So stop by, say hello, and we'll uh, we'll hear your AT story. That would be that would be awesome. So we're going to be at the at Amicola Falls Lodge in in the beginning of March for the Appalachian Trail kickoff. Then back to South Carolina in Mar March 9th and March 10th, we're doing a boot camp class, a backpacking boot camp class again in South Carolina. And then on the 15th through the 17th, we are headed to the Okefenokee Swamp. Yeah, that is one you don't want to miss out on. What an experience. Ariane is guiding that trip. That's your fourth year guiding the trip in the swamp. And uh, I can't even tell you how cool that is. That is going to be <laughs> a great, phenomenal trip. So 
Those events are listed on trailspodcast.com website. Um, just go, and if you have any questions, just contact us, let us know, and we'll go ahead and uh, fill you in with all the details. So, um, Headlamps. Choosing a headlamp. <laughs> you know, the one thing about choosing a headlamp is that there's just not enough to choose from. <laughs> I, very you know, you go, you go, you go into outfitters and the whole wall is dedicated to headlamps. I know. When I first started, when I first started uh, looking at headlamps, I would always go for color. Because, I mean, it's just like you have to narrow it down somehow, right? Yeah, pretty colors. And, you know, it's like, well, what color do I want on my head? You know, but th th those were in my very early stages. And then I learned a lot about choosing the wrong one. Ultimately, out in the field, hating the headlamp that I had chosen based off of color. And then I learned that there was a reason for all of these different options. Well, that's a good method. I used the uh, <laughs> uh, throw the dart method. I just stood in front of the wall of 100 headlamps and just threw a dart and whichever the dart, I'm like, yeah, good enough for me. <laughs> um, but uh, it's really challenging. It's very, it can be very easily overwhelming. And you're looking at all these things and you, you're like, well, how do I choose? Do I, how how do I go about choosing? There's so many different options, so many different extra gadgets, or uh, you know, you're looking at. Ultimately, it boils down to your lifestyle. Well, I you know, it's like tool time. It's like I'll I'll get the tool Benford time. 220 pump action uh, headlamp with remote control. I mean, it's it's at at some point, it's like, oh my god, I just want a light to see <laughs> what I'm doing, which is really the most important factor in a headlamp, in a headlamp is the light. <laughs> <laughs> One would think. Crazy. I know. No, but, um, you know, <laughs> when you're looking at headlamps, you're using them for what you want to be hands-free. You know, big, big pro in that. Um, but you're looking at, um, you know, beam distance, compactability, lightweight, durability is, is important. But... What really makes a headlamp good? Like, what are the qualifications that factor into it being the one that you choose off the wall? Yep. But it, you have to first and foremost think, what are you using it for? Because that, hands down, will knock out most of them on the wall. Well, that's the thing. What's so, your goal? Right, right. So we, you have heard us many times on this pod, podcast, it's your lifestyle it's your trail lifestyle it's your outdoor lifestyle there's a huge difference um, between spending a hundred bucks on a headlamp when you're going to go through hike the pacific crest trail or the at and you're just going to car camp there's a huge price point there so what's your trail lifestyle um you know what where are you going how long are you going to be there and is weight important to you and in this uh, it, I guess in, in this point is light important to you. How important is your light? Well, all headlamps have a fundamental purpose of channeling light to a specific targeted area. That is a purpose of a headlamp. They all do the same thing. Which is crazy because I'm always it, told don't look into the light. <laughs> but they do it. They do it in a very different way, depending on on several factors so mainly when you look at a headlamp you're looking at two main factors beam type and distance so the 
the the way in which the beam the light will distance out how far it will distance um, and you're looking at lumens and those are your two core basic features that you're looking at in determining what am I going to use this headlamp for now a lot of us we do different types of sports we choose different things and so you may I mean personally I have two different headlamps you know um, I have my cheap version that I just like a throw around and then I have one that is a little bit more tailored to the lifestyle that I'm choosing to do so mainly being being type and distance so you're looking at flood versus a spotlight yeah right absolutely you know and that's why backpackers and climbers are always prepared when the electricity goes out <laughs> in your neighborhood because we know we have the headlamps ready to go so we're never really sweating on a power outage but when you're on the trail there's a lot of different things to consider too and you have different options on a headlamp you know you've got like so you've got your beam but you've got your floodlight you've got your spotlight you've got your red light and then it comes down to well what if it's raining? Don't you carry, don't you usually put your headlamp on your head? So what if it gets wet? You know, what if you're going to be boating? What if, You know, whatever the case is going to be in your outdoor activity, these are some of the different factors that you want to look for when you're choosing a headlamp. And a lot of it is durability. I mean, let's face it, we put these headlamps through a lot of, um, you know, a lot of outdoor use and, it, you know, we drop them, you know, uh, we smash into smash branches. It. Yeah, with them. yeah, yeah. We put them through a lot of abuse. <laughs> Personally, I smash into a lot of branches with them. Yeah. So, the, so your headlamp, uh, you know, it's your, it's, you know, like what, what does the spotlight can do versus the beam? You know, what, what is the red light? What different options do you have? Um, the waterproof, you know, you want to look for a IPX4 rating, which means they are they, they can withstand water splashing against the enclosure from any direction. Well, is that important? Is that important to you? You know, are you, are you going to be using it? Again, ask that question, where am I going to be using the head, headlamp and how am I going to be using the headlamp? Battery type. What kind of battery does it take? You know, um, can I recharge it? Can I not recharge it? You know, what what's the longevity of the lamp itself as far as battery goes? So, I mean, basically, flood versus spot, which is really where you need to tailor your first initial focus on. Um, a lot of people look at lumens first, like how much output, you know, how much of that light output am I getting? Um, and we've learned through our own trial and error that the lumens are not exactly the best indicator of performance for what you want it for. So beam distance really is going to be more impactful. So a flood feature on it, so your beam, your flood beams are going to be a little bit more used for you know a wider light output so it's going to be a little dimmer you're using it for more close-up you know it's not going to illuminate as long of a distance and so these are going to be great for at camp at base camp you know right. you are you're reading or you're setting up your tent or you are looking at a very focused task at hand versus a spot 
beam type, which is going to be more focused output. And it's going to range for a longer duration of like it's going to be a further distance that will illuminate. Um, it's that is much better feature looking to navigate on the trail. Let's say you're night hiking. Um, that is going to be you're going to be looking more for a spot um, illumination. So again, you're looking at what are you using these light sources for? What is your level of activity? How are you going to be using it? Now, in some cases, you can have a mixture of flood and spot and you can toggle between the two which is which is most ideal and um a headlamp but i think it's a difference between when you're in your tent and you think you hear a sound <laughs> yeah. and you know you've heard a sound <laughs> you know that's the difference you're like what is it right. i need to identify what right. that is i know there's something out there and i need to see it or I think there's something out there, and maybe I don't. Maybe I don't want to see it. So, um, <laughs> if I don't want to see it, let's just go for the flood. I mean, we. I, I can't even tell you how many times we need the long distance vis line of vision because our dogs just meander off and go about their merry way doing whatever they're doing. Well, and, and because we sleep under a tarp and we don't use a tent so uh, a beam is much more important for us because if we do hear something or we want to see something we want to see as we want to see far away um we want we want to really be able to shine that beam of light to, to kind of almost do like a perimeter check around our tarp to make sure that everything is um everything is Okay. <laughs> now, I mean, we, we hear a lot of sounds under the tarp, but you hear a lot of sounds in your tent too. But the tarp, even more specifically, because we have the two dogs, we want to make sure that we can see everything around around the tarp. Um, the other thing too is your red light. Now that this is a big this is a big feature. This feature started about ten years ago in the headlamp world with the red light, um, making this a feature of headlamps. And I, uh, we get a lot of, quote, well, why do I need a red light? Why do I need a red light? Well, there's a lot of reasons why you need the red light. First of all, the red light comes in handy when you're camping with more than one person. <laughs> so if you're by yourself, the red light may not be that important. But if you're camping or with other people, there's nothing worse than getting a beam of light in your eyeball when someone looks up to talk to you. R-E-S-P-C. Wait, yeah. I'm even saying that incorrect. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 all about respect. It's all about, you know, making sure that, you know, you're not blinding your partner at camp. The other thing, too, that red lights are really good for is reading inside your tent. But also, did you know red light is actually seen better if you are lost in search and rescue are trying to find you? Oh, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so search and rescue, when they're um, up looking for you, even in a helicopter or they're on the ground looking for you, a red light, um, if you're ever lost, the red light blinking at three times can actually be, can actually be seen better than a, a white light. So the red light, they know what to look for. The other thing, too, is that there's different, there's different events that demand a red light so we go to the fireflies in the smoky mountain in the great smoky mountain national park 
Uh, the fireflies are very, very, this is a very uh, rare species of firefly, by the way. They're synchronous fireflies that happen every year in Elkmont. Well, they are extremely uh, sensitive to bright light. And nothing will uh, cause you concern more than walking into the fireflies with a white headlamp on. The crowd may turn against you <laughs> and beat you in the woods. <laughs> so you don't want to do that. So the, the definitely the red light definitely has a lot of value to it well, uh, when you're choosing a headlamp. Well, something in particular about the red light is it actually it offers you more peripheral vision than a white light would. So when you have a red light, uh, a, a, a white light, you actually only are seeing exactly what is illuminated by the light beam itself. So it is tailored on an area and that's all you're able to see. With a red light, you can see farther, wider distances. So you can see from side to side and you have a greater, um, Vision. You have a better vision well, with and red. And it saves your batteries, mm, too. That's another thing. You know, if you're on red light mode, and if you're going to read in your tent or you're cooking dinner at your campsite, um, you want to flick on that red light. It's really going to save your battery, which is another really important feature to look for at a headlamp is battery life. You know, how long can this guy go with batteries in it? And we're going to talk a little bit about some options later on but the battery life is, is super important it you know it um there's nothing worse than turning on your headlamp and your you don't have any you know battery life in there or you know you're night hiking and all of a sudden your headlamp goes out right so my headlamp in particular features two different uh settings it has a lock mode so it prevents me from um i can i can lock it into place so it prevents from when i stick it into my bag it doesn't drain my battery, but it also has a really nice feature that indicates to me with a flashing light that my battery is losing life and it's when it's nearing its end. So I have, I have enough of a pre-warning that, Hey, your battery is starting to lose its oomph. You might want to do something about this before I completely go out on you altogether. <laughs> and so that's a, those are again, additional settings or features that you're actually going to want to look at depending on your lifestyle and how you utilize it. And I will kill a battery. I will use it until the last little oomph of light. Battery killer. <laughs> escapes from it where I'm like squinting in the dark. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I, I know that about myself. So I, I really like that feature, that indicator. I am the worst person when it comes to batteries on headlamps there are i don't know why i i don't know why my headlamp always runs out of battery i don't know why i can't even tell you how many times i've had to borrow ariane's headlamp <laughs> um i i don't i don't know what it is it's very aggravating um because my headlamp is rechargeable and i think i have battery life in there but then it it doesn't. I had to actually get a new headlamp because one of the things that we're talking about today is durability. For some reason, the my my headlamp could not stay closed. It 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 just had a I I, I don't know the plastic you know the the um, 
most headlamps are made out of the ABS plastic, right? So you, they snap them closed, but for some reason, mine wasn't closing all the way, therefore wasn't making the batteries connect. And it was so aggravating because I would test it. I'm like, okay, good, everything's fine. We'd get out on the field and my headlamp wouldn't work. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man. So, you know, those are the little tiny things that will really aggravate you out in the field when, you know, you buy a headlamp and you turn it on and you're like, oh my gosh, this thing is so bright, but it's not durable. And so the little things, you drop that headlamp one time and it's never going to work right again. So, you know, there's a lot different things to look for. And it's not just the pretty color box <laughs> that says, hey, man, I'm 100 lumens by me. Because there's other features to look for. There's other things to consider, um, you know, other than the price and other than the lumens. There's other things to consider for sure. So the very first thing you look for when you're looking for a headlamp is when you go into your outfitters and the whole wall of headlamps is out there and you see the one that says 100 lumens, 50 lumens, what, to, what do you look for? Well, the first thing you look for is the beam. How far can the beam go? That's a huge indicator on the quality of the headlamp. Remember, one product or one headlamp could be 100 lumens, another headlamp could be 100 lumens. That doesn't mean that they're the same headlamp, okay? Um, so always look for beam distance. Top performing lights for beam distance. That's what you wanna look for. So one of the products that we love for beam distance is the Zebra light. That is a great, great headlamp. They're a little pricey. They're gonna run about 80 bucks. But for beam distance, you can't beat it. The Phoenix HP25R, that's another pricey headlamp. And I'll put links uh, to these headlamps on our podcast page. Um, but you can't, you cannot beat those uh, headlamps for brightness. I mean, th those things are like, like turning on your beam lights in the car. <laughs> I mean, they're really, really great. They last for about 2.5 hours on a battery too, which is, which, which, if if you got them, if you have them on, on high beam, 2.4 2.5 hours may not be a long time. But if you're probably not going to be, you're not. They're not going to be on high be, beam for 2.5 hours. Yeah, you're not going to be using them at their highest output rate on uh, the entire time. You know, specific to what you're doing. In most cases, you can low beam it and you know have sufficient amount of light. Yeah, your, right. Exactly. So your high beam uh, headlamps are going to be the pricey ones, those are gonna be the ones that are 70, 80, $100, okay? If you're looking for more of a budget conscious headlamp um, and you don't need to see into the next state, uh, then obviously the black diamonds are then more into that category. So the black diamond storm or the black diamond spot, those are other really two quality Headlamps that are going to be able to, those are great through hike um, lamps, uh, headlamps uh, specifically for the Pacific Crest Trail or the Appalachian Trail. Those are great headlamps. Uh, both are very top performing headlamps um, and they sell for around 50. Sometimes you can find them a little less than 50 bucks. And that's probably going to be your sweet spot as far as a headlamp goes. 
anything else, you know, I mean, I, I guess too, you know, if you're caving, um, you're going to want a pretty good headlamp. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so, and you, and the, and then in caving, of course, your battery life is crucial, <laughs> crucial. Um, the other, uh, headlamp too, that falls in the $50 sweet spot of black diamond is the, um, the revolt. Now those are rechargeable headlamps. So you can actually put rechargeable batteries in there. They have a lightning uh, port on the headlamp that you can plug in when you're driving to a trailhead. You can have that plugged in to a USB, like a cigarette lighter or something. It's got a USB port in there and you can charge your headlamp. So that way they're always charged. If you carry a battery charger with you on the trail uh, to recharge your iPhone, then why not use a recharger to recharge your headlamp? Again, you know, it's technology on the trail. It, it you know, um, it, it's your lifestyle on the trail. What, what do you use? What are you bringing? Um, is that important to you, you know, to recharge your phone? If, if you are recharging your phone, might as well bring a recharger to recharge your headlamp. Um, so that is also an option in those headlamps run about $50. Um, there are other things to consider, of course, weight, you know, how heavy is it? You know, headlamps can get kind of heavy, um, but they can, they sell some pretty super lightweight, um, Petzl makes a lightweight, uh, headlamp that weighs about 27 ounces. A lot of climbers use that, um, you know, when they're climbing because of the spotlight feature and it's a super, super, super lightweight. So if weight's important to you, you can buy those headlamps for about 20 bucks. So, uh, again, they're not, you're not going to be able to see far with them. Um, but if you're going to car camp or you're going to just, you know, maybe do some night hiking, around your state park, around where you live, and you kind of know the area, then, you know, you're, you're probably not going to need a $100 headlamp for sure. Um, but here's the thing, no matter, no matter what headlamp you buy, and this is a pro tip from us, here's a pro tip. No matter what headlamp you buy, always, always, always carry extra batteries with you. Always. Because as I can tell you from a lot of experience by my headlamp not working is that the extra batteries are crucial if something happens and you are going to need a headlamp for a long period of time. And the other pro tip is now that it's cold outside, <laughs> guess what you're sleeping with at night? You're sleeping with those extra batteries and your headlamp. You're going to snuggle up to your headlamp among some probably other things in your sleeping bag <laughs> when it gets uh, cold because although you may have extra batteries, although you may have a $100 headlamp that can see into the next state, although you may have all the features of the red light and you've got all these great things your headlamp can do, um, if you leave your headlamp outside your tent in the cold, the battery's going to die <laughs> and your headlamp is now worthless. <laughs> so when it's cold weather, you guys, your headlamp is one of those things that you're going to put in your sleeping bag to save the battery life. That's just, that's just the way, that's just the way it goes. There's just certain pieces of technology like your phone, your headlamp, anything with a battery, you're going to be sleeping with in your sleeping bag. Yep. 
it gets a little crowded in there. <laughs> it can get crowded in there. Got your, you know, your your fuel canister sometimes. You've got your stove in there. You got your batteries in there. You know everything but you. You know I can't fit anyone. Got all my stuff in the sleeping bag. But uh, yeah, I mean that's just a part of the cold weather backpacking experience that you know that that's a reality. Really, you can't get. You, you can't get away with it. You cannot get away with it. So um, thank you guys so much for uh, listening to our podcast. We really super appreciate it. Um, we have a uh, we have a couple. Thank you. Uh, thank yous. Um, people gave us uh, some reviews on iTunes, and we want to mention them. Uh, Lauren and uh, is it? It's Scatadouche. Scatadouche 2017. I love that. Scatadouche. 2017. Uh, Scatadouche wrote, I love their podcast. I've been day hiking for years and have done a few overnight hikes. I'm wanting to stretch my legs and do some long distance hike. Scott and Ariane's podcast is full of information and tips, everything to do with the trail. I can't wait to put that. I can't wait to put what I've learned from them to use. Five stars. So we cannot wait for you to get out on the trail and uh, let us know how you're advancing in your uh, hiking. Lauren wrote, I love backpacking and can never get enough enough of it. Uh, struggle to find a backpacking podcast that are enjoyable, but trust the trail really hits the mark. Um, this has become my go-to podcast for everything. Lauren, that's really, we super appreciate that. We really, really appreciate that comment. Um, if you'd like to give us a comment on iTunes, we would really appreciate that. The more comments, the more our podcast gets out and about in the iTunes community. Shout outs to our Facebook members, our Patreons, Rick, Jerry, Shirley, Chuck, John, Yvonne, Gary, and our newest Patreon, Susan Johnson. Thank you so much for being a part of our Patreon community. Our podcasts are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, and of course, Radio Public, available both on iOS and Android. And of course, you can always follow us on Instagram. Marianne does a fabulous job um, with our Trust the Trail podcast Instagram page. So <laughs> very, very cool. Anyway, we hope you guys get outside. Enjoy. Have a happy holiday season. We will see you after Christmas. Yeah, I do believe so. I think so, yeah. <laughs> so have a great Christmas, you guys. Have a happy holiday. Be safe out there. And remember, get out there and trust, trust the, the trail. trail. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.